When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Entrick, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter at BD Entrick. We're here to recap your Tuesday action on the diamond, get you ready for Wednesday as much, much more as usual as you come to expect on the First Pitch Podcast. Hope you all had a great Tuesday. Let's recap some action news and notes on the diamond. Cedric Mullins, Ryan Mountcastle, two big pieces of the Baltimore Orioles offense, began their rehab assignments on Tuesday at AAA Norfolk. Great news for the Cedric Mullins fantasy managers around as there's really like it's kind of a pause and in information on his return. And then, boom, here he is. You know, Ryan Mountcastle is suffering from vertigo. He's trying to work his way back. So the Orioles can get two major pieces back real soon. Great for them. Great for man, fantasy managers around baseball. New York Yankees activated Harrison Bader from the IL on Tuesday. And he started in center field to hit sixth. He stole a bag. He's back for now. We'll see how long he can stay healthy for this time. Yankees need him in a big way. That offense is destroyed right now with Aaron Judge out. Some good news on Judge. The swelling's down tremendously, apparently, on his toe. So he can start doing balancing activities, but still has a long ways to go in his recovery, apparently, like long as maybe at least a couple more weeks before Aaron Judge is back. But uh, he'll be back eventually, obviously. Harrison Bader back on Tuesday, which is big news for them. Some more big Yankees news. Carlos Rodon began a rehab assignment at AA Somerset on Tuesday. Pitched pretty well. Struck out about five guys. Let his first two guys on, got his next 11 batters out. So he finished like around like 45-ish pitches in his uh, first rehab start. He'll get another rehab start potentially uh, this like Saturday, Sunday, if not early next week. I think they're shooting to keep him on a five-day schedule, but they'll kind of see how he reacts on Wednesday from his first rehab start. Johnny Brito will be uh, called up on Wednesday to make the stop spot start for the Yankees against the Seattle Mariners in the Bronx. So we'll see how Brito does as he's done this from time to time. Not too overwhelming when it comes to fantasy stuff. More of a real life, just, you know, can you eat me five innings type pitcher for the New York Yankees. Jazz Chisholm, Jazz, Jazz, Jazz began his rehab assignment with AAA Jacksonville on Tuesday. This is great news. He's shooting to come back by Friday, which would be outstanding if possible. I think they might take it a little slower and see how the toe reacts, but uh, he was he was running around and taking BP on Monday in Miami. Everything worked out that good. He was already in a rehab assignment on Tuesday, so we'll see how Jazz keeps the train rolling. Cleveland Guardians news. We got a bit here. The big one is Gavin Williams will be called up to make his MLB debut on Wednesday versus the Oakland Athletics. Gavin Williams uh, has been a stud. People have been hoping for him to get called up for quite some time. He was um, out of the Tanner Bybee, Logan Allen, Gavin Williams trio of prospects. He was the one people were most hyped on. They said he had the most talent. He started the season in double A, so he's a little behind the eight ball compared to Bybee and Allen. But between three starts in double A and nine starts in triple A, Gavin Williams had a 239 ERA, 
81 strikeouts and 60 and a third innings pitched, which is outstanding. He, had, he did have a 10% walk rate, but still at 24.2% K to walk. That gives him a whopping uh, 60 innings pitched, like I said, on the season. Last year, he threw 115. So you got to imagine we still got about 70 to 80 innings out of Gavin Williams to go, which can be big for the Fab runs coming up this week, and we'll see how he does on Wednesday against the Oakland Athletics, a team that can strike out a bit, not overwhelming at the plate. Great matchup to get your debut, especially at home in front of the home fans in Cleveland. Some more news for Cleveland, a little bummer news here. Tristan McKenzie, we know he had his he got scratched from the start with a, a shoulder-slash-elbow issue. We, can, we know what it is now. He has a sprain in his UCL. That's the old Tommy John ligament, folks, if you're curious. Um, McKenzie will be shut down for weeks, they said, likely at least a month before being reevaluated. Pretty sure this just you're going to cross Tristan McKenzie off for the rest of the season. It's a bummer because he came back, did all the rehabbing to get back from his first injury. First start was great. Second start, not so much. Didn't get to a third start. So uh, really, really shame for Tristan McKenzie. Last bit of news here for the Cleveland Guardians. Cal Quantrill will start his rehab on Friday at AAA Columbus. If Gavin Williams pitches well, though, as they say, there might be no room at the end for Cal Quantrill, which who has options to go back to the minor leagues. Hopefully it's either that or a bullpen session for Quantrill, and they leave Williams in the rotation with Bybee and with Logan Allen and with Savali, who was pretty good on Tuesday, and, of course, Shane Bieber. That would be a great five-pack there for the Cleveland Guardians. The Reds, they got some news. They didn't call up a youngster anymore. They didn't activate Joey Votto. They designated Will Myers for assignment. They technically activated him from the IL so they could designate him for assignment. So he's out there. Sayonara, Will Myers. So a bit of Tigers news for you here. Erod, Eduardo Rodriguez, he threw a bullpen session on Tuesday. He's scheduled to throw a live BP on Saturday. If that goes well, obviously, we had to rehab assignments for Eduardo Rodriguez with his finger pulley injury. I still can't believe that's an actual term when it comes to being medical. Tariq Skubal, he's looked good in a couple rehab starts. He's set to make his next rehab start on Wednesday. If all goes well, we could see him activate one more time or they'll make one more rehab start. He's kind of up in the air based on his results on Wednesday. Matt Manning will make his next rehab start on Thursday. So there's potentially three starting pitchers in the next, let's say, two weeks, that uh, 10 to 14 days that might be rejoining the Detroit Tigers, which they could really, really need. In a, in a central division, that's going to be up for grabs most of the season. The Twins, they optioned Louis Varland to AAA. He was one of the early call-ups that was pitching well, but scuffling in a tremendous way of late. Louis Varland goes back to AAA. They called up Oliver Ortega for bullpen depth, but that's just depth for a couple days because we mentioned it on yesterday's show. The demotion of Varland just puts in, in, the, in line. Kent Maeda will return for his start later this week, most likely on Friday. Sean Murphy of the Atlanta Braves, he's, he was running at 50 to 60% before the game, felt fine. He's hoping to return soon, but soon doesn't tell you a timetable because he's only doing 50 to 60%. Plus, you got to think with a catcher, hamstrings, crouching all game long, like he's going to have to feel real good before he comes back. They can always DH him, of course, that bat is powerful, but I'm surprised they just didn't put him on the IL and say, hey, sit for 10 days and get it right. So we're still day-to-day -day with Murphy, and I'm thinking at best you get him Friday, but uh, we'll wait and see. Couple uh, three relievers for the Los Angeles Dodgers began began a rehab assignment on Tuesday. Phil Bickford, Daniel Hudson, and Jimmy Nelson. So Hudson, who was you know before the season was one of the potential closing candidates in LA, he's going to start rehabbing and come back. Bickford and Nelson have had their moments in the bullpen as well. The Dodgers can use some help because they have one of the worst bullpens in all of baseball right now, which is crazy to think about with the Los Angeles Dodgers. 
This one is weird, and I was literally looking up news right before the show to see if I could find anything different, and I could not. Brian Reynolds is out with an oblique injury. He, he missed the game on Tuesday. Multiple reports said he's going to the I.L. There's even a report saying Cal Mitchell was scratched from the AAA game. He's coming up. They interviewed the manager, Derek Shelton, of the Pittsburgh Pirates, and he's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Brian Reynolds is not going to the I.L. He's just getting the day off. So I have no idea what's going on. We know he's got a side injury of some sort, an oblique injury most likely, which usually leads to the I.L. So we'll wait and see. I can first see all this happening Wednesday morning where, boom, Brian Brian Reynolds hits the I.L. That's what I see happening, and Cal Mitchell gets the call up. But for now, at the point of this recording, Brian Reynolds just had the day off on Tuesday with a, with a side injury. Tim Anderson, on the other side, he remained out for the third straight game with his shoulder injury he suffered on Saturday, so he continues to be day-to-day as well. Tanner Houck, we, uh, we know he's got the facial fracture. He's put on the IL. He's going to be out for some time now. as He's going to undergo surgery next week on the facial fact- fracture. Um, and I don't know if we'll see him the rest of the year. There's a potential uh, that you could see him come later in the year, but he's going to be down and out for quite some time. There's no no real way to sugarcoat that situation for Tanner Houck. Just, I'm glad he's healthy and okay, and hopefully all goes well with the surgery. Julio Urias pitched simulated innings on Tuesday. Everything went so well. They scheduled him to make a rehab start on Saturday with the intentions of still returning by the end of the month. So if he starts on Saturday, do the quick math. That's the 24th. The end of the month will be his next stop in the rotation in L.A. next week. That would be big for fantasy managers everywhere and the Los Angeles Dodgers. Max Muncy was doing running drills and fielding ground balls before Tuesday's game. He could return as early as Friday when he's eligible to come off the I.L., which would be music to many people's ear. Michael Grove is expected to be called up for the Dodgers to spot start on Wednesday, so keep that in mind if you're streaming. Makes the Los Angeles Angels hitters much more appetizing. Max Free has progressed to throwing normal bullpens. He's, was, he's been playing catch for a while, playing long toss. Things are progressing so well in the program. He's in the normal bullpens. He's on track to return after the All-Star break. Nothing has changed, no setbacks yet, which is great to hear for Max Freed. J.P. Crawford, he left Tuesday's game early with a right shoulder contusion. He'll have an MRI on Wednesday. He is day-to-day for now. Pablo Reyes was scratched from Tuesday's lineup, another one where I could not find anything on why he was scratched, but everyone's speculating he's going to the IL. And David Hamilton is getting the call up from AAA. David Hamilton was hitting 256 with 11 home runs and 27 stolen bases in AAA. Uh, Reyes was playing pretty regularly at shortstop. Uh, they had Enrique Hernandez that can play short. You got Brian, Brian Arroyo, Brandon Arroyo on the infield. If somehow David Hamilton could find his way into regular playing time and he needs steals, this is a duty to look at. So keep an eye on David Hamilton, see how things play out in the next couple of days in that situation. Then Lamont Wade Jr., he was scratched from Tuesday's game with right side tightness. He's going to be reevaluated on Wednesday. That's kind of a bummer. He's been an OBP leadoff machine for the Giants, so hopefully it's nothing too serious, but we shall see. Then Danzy Swanson left Tuesday's game with a wrist injury and will undergo x-rays uh, most likely Wednesday morning when some of the swelling goes down because they said there's pretty decent swelling around his wrist. All right, everybody, before we talk about some highlights on the diamond from Tuesday, let's talk underdog fantasy. Are you ready to step up to the plate and show off your fantasy baseball skills? Well, check out underdog fantasy seventh inning stretch from now through July 14th, where you can build your dream team and compete against your friends for the $150,000 in total prizes. The best part, once you draft your team, you're all set. No need to worry about waivers, substitutions, trades during the tournament, nothing. And don't worry about setting your lineups each week. Underdog will automatically select your highest scoring players for you. The seventh inning stretch 
He has four thrilling rounds. Now, let me clarify this because I was confused by this as well. It's four rounds to advance. Like you, you, you have your league. If you win, like you finish top three in that league, you advance to round two. Then to round three, round four would be your championship round where you can win the big, big prizes. So that's what it is. It's still a 20 round draft. You're picking a best ball team with 20 players and going from there. So that's where it is. It's four thrilling rounds, each with its own player groups, which is your teams from the 12 person groups in round one. So you have a 12 team league, 20 round draft. There you go the intense 134-person final group. So there'll be 134 leagues, essentially, that'll come into one final group in round four, and the winner of that 134-person tournament takes the cake. That's the beauty of this thing, and it's best ball style. The competition keeps getting more intense the farther you go. And with our code PITCHERLIST, all one word, P-I-T-C-H-E-R-L-I-S-T, you'll receive a 100% deposit match up to $100, and it's only $7 to enter. Think about it, folks. Do the quick math. That's a lot of entries for 100 bucks plus a match of 100 for $200. That's a lot of entries for a chance to win a share of $150,000 prize. Just check out the description of this episode for the sign-up link and make sure you use the promo code PITCHLIST, all one word, P-I-T-C-H-E-R-L-I-S-T, when you sign up. Mark your calendars. The tournament starts right after the All-Star break and goes through July 14th. So get ready to dive into the action. So what, what are you waiting for? Visit the link in the episode description, use promo code PitcherList, and receive 100% deposit match up to $100. Join us in the 7th inning stretch tournament and experience the thrill of fantasy baseball like never before on Underdog. Good luck and may the best team win. A little mandatory disclaimer for you. You must be 18 or over uh, and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. You have to be 19 or over in Alabama and Nebraska, 21 and over in Massachusetts and Arizona. Terms apply. If you're concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y, Hope, New York. In Tennessee, call 1-800-889-9789. All right, let's talk about some hitting highlights from your Tuesday. Nolan Jones, 4 for 4, two doubles, a home run, two run score, two ribbies, a walk, and a stolen base for the Rockies. Jones has been a beast. Since getting called up, he's hitting 354 with five homers and five steals with a 280 ISO and a 173 WRC plus. He's not getting platooned. He hits at the top of the order versus righties. He hits like six first lefties. Beautiful situation for Nolan Jones. And see, there's still no end in sight for a return for CJ Crone. So get your Jones on, everybody. Mentioned Christian Arroyo early on the show. Five for five with a double, a homer, a run scored, and four RBIs on Tuesday. Since Arroyo returned on June 5th from the IL, he's hitting 250 with two homers, six runs, and six RBIs over 13 games. He's shown signs of life last season in the same way. Big stuff from Christian Arroyo. Cattell Marte, three for five with a double home run, two runs scored, and three RBIs on Tuesday. Cattell's having a great season, striking around 15% of the time. Cattell's hitting 293 with 11 homers, 52 runs scored, 34 RBIs, stick stolen bases. Great to see Cattell producing in the fantasy world. For more details on the day's top hitters, make sure you check out the Daily Batters Box on PitcherList.com. Some starting pitching highlights from your Tuesday. Yuri Perez continues to be a beast, everybody. Six innings pitched, no runs, three hits, no walks, and nine Ks. The no walks continue to impress me with Yuri Perez. And the fact he's getting you six innings like this with nine Ks on the strict like 80-ish pitch counts that he's on, it's very nice. 19 whiffs, 38% CSW uh, versus the Toronto Blue Jays, which is no easy task. Yuri Perez, a 1.54 ERA and a 4.08 XFIP on the season, so he might be getting a little lucky. We're cool with that, though. 45 Ks and 41 innings pitched over his eight starts. Great stuff from Yuri Perez. Ranger Suarez, six innings pitched, one and four hits, two walks, seven Ks. I was really curious to see how this would go. Rangers pitched really well of late. He's been getting better and better as he's getting like more accustomed to the season after a late start due to the IL. 
tough, tough matchup for the Atlanta Braves. He dealt with those six innings. He had 13 whiffs and a 29% CSW. Over Rangers' last five starts, Suarez has thrown 32 and two-thirds innings. He's only allowed five earned runs with 29 strikeouts. Big boy stuff from Ranger Suarez. And then Reed Detmers, he went in and faced the beast known as the Los Angeles Dodgers, and he dealt. Seven shutout innings for Reed Detmers with two hits, one walks with three base runners over seven innings against that offense is very impressive. Eight strikeouts, hit 11 whiffs and a 26% CSW. Detmers over his last three starts has thrown 18 and two-thirds, allowed only two runs and six walks with 24 strikeouts. Cross your fingers. We're seeing that Reed Detmers we saw for a brief time last year and hope it lasts a little longer this go-around. Make sure you tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP Roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Some relief pitching highlights from Tuesday. Here's your saves for the day. Felix Bautista is up to 20 now. Rysel Iglesias picked up his 10th. Jordan Romano picked up his 21st. Scott Barlow for the Royals picked up his 8th, and that'll be fun to watch because Chapman's been getting some love there. Clay Holmes picked up his ninth as he threw an inning and two-thirds, picked up the save. He looks to be locked back in as the main man in the Bronx. Ryan Presley picked up his 13th. Kendall Graveman with uh, Liam Hendricks out picked up his seventh. Devin Williams picked up his 13th save. Then Evan Phillips picked up his eighth as just a revolving door there in L.A. and seeing how that just, just play it by ear and see how that thing pans out. Make sure you read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on PitcherList.com for more information on all things relief pitching. All right, before we take a quick look at Wednesday's action on the diamond, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Inchkin, a.k.a. KC Bubba. A couple DFS targets for you. There's a, a, a seven-game early slate starting at 12.05. PM Pacific time, and there's a six game evening state starting at 7 05 PM Eastern time. You got Detroit versus Brady Singer. If you're looking for some bats on the early slate, I also don't mind Kansas City versus Boyd. And then you got um, you got Great American Small Parks, Cincinnati versus Connor Seabold. You got Colorado versus Andrew Abbott. Abbott's due for some regression in a big way. So keep that in mind. If you're looking at the evening slate for some bats, I always like San Diego versus Shamanaya. I like anybody versus Shamanaya. So you got that going for you. But I really like the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim against Michael Grove. Grove's been very hittable this year, so give me some of that. On the pitching slide, on the early slate, Kevin Gossman versus the Marlins. Jump on board there. For the evening, you got Luis Castillo versus the Yankees. You got Garrett Whitlock versus the Twins. The Twins team striking out over 30% of the time versus righties over the last three weeks. Then you got Gavin Williams making his debut against the Oakland Athletics for $5,700 on DraftKings. So you got to love all of that. A couple things I'm looking forward to on this Wednesday on the Diamond. Anytime Taj Bradley starts, I'm interested because it's like it's such a volatile roller coaster. He's very, very good. He's got this kind of like he's got like a four seven 
ERA, give or take, but his X tips much, much lower. Uh, he strikes out everybody coming off like four and a third in Oakland with 11 Ks. He takes on Baltimore's a very good team. So I'm curious to see how Bradley does in this matchup. You got Kevin Gossman versus Sandy Alcantara. Give me some Gossman love there. I want to mention Braves, Phillies, AJ Smith Shaver, Aaron Nola, Nick Pollock hosting live. Make sure you check out Nick Pollock's Twitter. If you're in the Discord, he's posted all the links to it. Live feed broadcast with the Pitcherlist crew and Nick Pollock and friends. So go check that out. It's going to be hopefully a thing that moves on forward with more games, but that game will be previewed and telecasted in a forum that Nick Pollock is hosting for you. So go check that out. Uh, I got Luis Castillo in the Bronx. I'm a fan of you got Gavin Williams debut against Oakland, which is going to be must-see TV. And then anytime you get Shohei with the big lights against the Dodgers, I'm on board with that one. So that should be a ton of fun as well. But that'll wrap us up, folks. Another episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books. Make sure you all go to pitcherlist.com and check out PL Plus and PL Pro. Become a member there. Get in the Discord. Get all the extra tools and much more. And just check out all the great stuff Pitcherlist offers with the great articles, the great you know talented writers and uh, contributors at the website. So pitcherlist.com, PL Plus, PL Pro. You will not regret it. That'll do it, folks. Uh, another episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow to recap Wednesday. Look ahead to Thursday. But for now, this is your first pitch podcast, Wednesday, June 21st edition. Hope you all have a great This has been the first pitch podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.